Welcome to the Improver Network Podcast. The Improver Network mission is to make the world better by helping faith-driven leaders, entrepreneurs, and small business owners improve personally and professionally. Finding balance and maintaining focus in a world of distractions and discouragement can be challenging and frustrating, but we're here to help you discover your purpose, become more productive, and reach your true potential. Now here's your host, Justin Winstead. Hello, Improvers. Justin Winstead, the Improver Coach, coming to you, and I hope you're having a fantastic day. And if you're not, maybe this video will make it a little bit better because maybe it'll make you a little bit better. That's the goal here when we do these videos is to give you some encouragement and some enlightenment and some tools and resources to equip you to be a little bit sharper, a little bit stronger, be a little bit more efficient and effective at whatever it is that you're doing. It's our goal here to make the world better by helping people improve personally and professionally. So I want to share with you a thought, and it's really probably going to be more of a reminder for you and a chance for you to slow down the RPMs and evaluate where you are in life and business and work for a moment and see if you are actually uh, A-plusing this particular area or if you need to go back and make some tweaks and adjustments uh, on this topic to be better. And the topic that I want to share with you today is the topic of self-awareness. Now, self-awareness is a very interesting thing because it's ironic that if we think we have it, there's a good chance that we don't. <laughs> uh, you know, the people who think they're most self-aware are usually the least self-aware. We all know people who are like this. They, you know, they they come across in awkward ways or in negative ways, or they're the kind of people that like suck the energy away. But yet, if you were to ask them, they think that they're the life of the party. They think they're the smooth, social, positive people. But we know that's not the truth. Uh, there's other people who feel like that they come across as strong and bold and fearless and that they take on challenges head on. But the way we interpret them many times as being insecure and lacking and not being all there. We don't want to be seen that way, do we? I mean, think about it in your mind. What if you're playing this image in your mind? And what if you've got this uh, view of yourself that's completely inaccurate from the way the rest of the world sees you? You might be losing out on sales. You might be missing out on friendships. You may have opportunities to impact others that are just being missed all around you, all because the reality of who you are and your perception of who you are are not the same thing. And I would argue that all of us have this at some point or another. All of us are a little bit skewed in our vision. But yet, with some practical steps and with some effort, we can create self-awareness and we can begin to get a clearer picture of who we really are. I mean, there are people who experience this all the time at work, in our social circles, at home, and we may not understand right now what it's like for them to be on the on the other side of us. We can only see it from our angle, but we need to understand what is their perception of us? How do we come across when we're coming across and we're trying to be helpful? Are we coming across as helpful or is it condescending? You know, when we come across as trying to be interested, are we 
appearing to be nosy? Like, what is the impression that they're getting? How are they uh, feeling about the way that we approach and interact? When we celebrate things in our life and we're trying to express gratitude, does that come across as arrogance? I mean, these things are so fine. And many times we, we miss the boat on that. And here's part of the problem with this is that we tend to judge others based on their actions and their words and what actually is seen and we can hear, but we want other people to judge us based on our intentions. And so in our minds, as long as we're intending to be kind and helpful, as long as we're intending to be positive and humble, that should be all that matters because that's our motive is to come across that way. But the fact of the matter is we may be intending one thing, but people are making judgments about us and they're interpreting and receiving us based on what we're actually saying and doing, regardless of what we're intending or meaning to. So it's important that we have self-awareness. In fact, I would argue that as a leader, the most important and vital attribute you can have to ensure long-term success and growth and stability is your ability to be self-aware. Now, you can't be self-aware on your own. And that's part of the reason why it's so important to be able to develop this because it requires others because no one's ever going to be successful long-term without others in their circle who help create awareness. And people have insights and they have perception about things that we don't. And so if we don't surround ourselves with people, there are things we can't see, hear, and understand because we just don't have the minds to see it from all of those perspectives and angles. So the people that are around you and that need to be around you, they are so valuable to ensure your success and to help bring your vision to fruition because they're going to see things that you can't see. So what do you do? How do you go about this? Where where do you go from here if you're like, well, I'm not sure if I'm self-aware or not? Well, by questioning that, that's the first step is to say, hey, I'm probably not as self-aware as I should be. Those people who know they're self-aware, the only way you can really know it is because you're already uh, habitually and systematically creating these things that that allow you to uh, evaluate your uh, perception. These are things like people who often do 360 evaluations or something like that. They're doing some type of peer review where they're intentionally and systematically soliciting feedback from others. There are also people who are involved in masterminds. These are small groups of individuals who get together with a primary purpose of building one another up and exploring issues and potentials and risk that maybe wouldn't otherwise be caught just by going throughout the daily action. So masterminds in addition to these more formal reviews, but also just having friends around you that are willing to love you enough to call you out on your blind spots that creates self-awareness kids are some of the best at this because kids don't put all the fluff and stuff. They'll just say it the way it is like, Hey, you got gray hair or Hey, that sounded silly when you said that, you know, kids will just say it. Well, sometimes us adults need to be more childlike in that way and feel free to just give unfiltered feedback to those that are around us. But most of us, we feel like that's unkind or hurtful or offensive. 
And the fact of the matter is there are some people who are overly sensitive and they will get offended by anything that's not affirming what they want to hear. All right, if you're that way, this isn't for you. And if you've got people around you that are that way, you're not going to be able to help them in this. But I can tell you there are lots of people who love feedback. They love constructive criticism. They love uh, reviews, whether they're online or otherwise, that give them information about their processes, about the experience that's going on in their business or what it's like to go through the sales conversation with them. They thrive off of hearing that because they want to be better. And if you're a true improver, that's you. If you're really an improver, you're going to want to hear what do other people feel and think about how I come across and how I speak to them. This is so important that you have that. You know what? I was reading uh, this book uh, in the Bible called Proverbs recently, and one of them really stuck out to me. And it said, better an open reprimand than concealed love. The wounds of a friend are trustworthy. The sweetness of a friend is better than self-counsel. Man, there's so much wisdom wrapped up in those few words because an open reprimand is better than concealed love. You know what? I wonder how often people around us, in the name of love, they're hiding what they really feel and maybe their intentions are good, but yet really an open reprimand, them saying, hey, that's not right for you to do that, or hey, that was rude, or hey, that's not the best way to go about this thing. That's actually a better kind of love because you're trying to build up the person and help them out. The wounds of a friend, now, these wounds are those kind of things where the friend says, hey, I know this may hurt, but I need to tell you something. I know this may not feel good, but I want to create some awareness around this potential blind spot. That's trustworthiness. If you've got a friend that's done that, don't be offended at that. Welcome that. Embrace it. Because the, that kind of sweetness, that type of helpfulness in it says is better than self-counsel. Some of us out there were so wise in our own eyes because we fill ourselves with self-counsel. We're always advising ourselves, And so we think our ideas are great. We think we're coming across as smooth and positive and strong and good. And we've got that self-counsel going on and giving ourselves internal high fives. And what we really need is somebody to come along and say, hey, let me talk to you about what's really happening here. Now, on the flip side, some of us are too negative. We beat ourselves up. We get inside our own mind and we let the imposter syndrome stick uh, come in and just start beating us down. And that's not helpful either. And those other people around us that create awareness say, hey, you're not bad at that. You're actually really good at that. We appreciate it when you bring that skill or when you say that thing or you do that job. That's helpful to the situation. So, look, this is a huge topic, way more than I can unpack on a short YouTube video. But just stopping for a moment and considering how others may view you, those in your circle and those you're trying to serve, those you really care about, is worthwhile. You can't go down the road of caring what everybody thinks. You can't try to please everyone in the world. It's not going to happen. There used to be a phrase that said, if you want to please everybody, go sell ice cream. But guess what? Even that doesn't make everybody happy because some people can't have lactose. Some people don't like your flavor. Some people prefer sorbet or yogurt or custard. You know what? Somebody's always going to be happy no matter what you're doing. So you can't please all the people all the time. But you can think about your team members. 
You can think about your customers. You can think about your family members, your friends, and those that you desire to please and say, how do I come across to them? And ask for their feedback. Ask questions like, what do you know about me that I may not know about me, but I should know about me? Or, hey, what is it like when we get in conversations? What's something that I do that maybe is annoying, but you haven't mentioned it yet? Give people permission to call you out on your blind spots. Create masterminds. Hire a coach, someone who can come in and give you a third-person point of view on the way that you come across. All of those things can help you improve, and it can help you to be better. Hey, we'll see you on the next video. Stay good. Keep getting better. Thank you for listening to this production of the Improver Network podcast. Be sure to subscribe so you can catch future episodes. For more information about the Improver Network, visit us online at improver.network. That's www.improver.network. And connect with us on social. Until next time, keep getting better.